Uh, hi, so my name is Carrie Johnston, and I'm uh, here today in beautiful Dakota Haines Junction on the traditional territory of Champagnanagiac First Nations, and I'm joined by Mark Wikes, who's in Whitehorse uh, on the traditional territory of Quinlan Dunn First Nation and on Kitchen Council. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Carrie. Thanks. Beautiful hi. day. It's stunning day here all across the territory, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, could you just tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I'm a grocery retailer. I run the uh, own and operate the the your independent grocery store here in Whitehorse, which is a franchise, a Loblaw franchise store, um, part of a big operation. Um, and yeah, certainly a ton of challenges doing that uh, logistically and and in our in our area in the Yukon. It's very difficult to do. How so, long have you been in that line of work? Uh, I have been. I've been working in that store. I think I'm in my thirtieth year. Uh, 29th or 30th year there, I was in a store in Vancouver for almost four years prior to that. So, yeah, almost 35 years. And I imagine this last couple of weeks, months has been like none other. You know what? The last couple of weeks uh, have been pretty good <laughs> because we found our new normal. The couple of weeks prior to that was probably probably the most challenging I've had in my entire career. So, and I've been running. I ran the uh, extra food store here in Whitehorse uh, for ten years prior to this one. Now, just over five. So, in all my fifteen years in operation uh, at the helm, uh, definitely not more challenged than I had been the last uh, you know a month ago. Mm. You just described sort of a new normal. So, what's what sort of transitioned in your business model over the last couple of months? Well, I'll tell you, uh, so chaos hit very quickly for, uh, for just about everybody. And, um, and we didn't really have too many things in place, too many measures to, uh, uh, to keep the business running well. Um, so uh, the new normal today, we have uh, every other checkout closed for social distancing. I have plexiglass up for my cashiers because they cannot have that six feet um, from the customers. Uh, I have a guard at the front door, so a third-party um, security company that I hire for all hours of operation to manage the, the uh, customer count within the store. I have directional lines in every single aisle in the store, so it's a one-way flow. Uh, so we try not to have people uh, approach each other in an aisle where they might not have their distance. And uh, yeah, um, sanitizer station at the front of the store. There's just uh, move the cart corral so it's closer. I mean, there's just so many things that you wouldn't even think of that are in place today. That is our new normal and probably will stick around for quite some time. Um, but yeah, it's, it certainly feels comfortable now, which is great because it, it really didn't. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that's, it was quite a shock and, and quite a huge transition for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was and I found the biggest thing because uh, you know the public weren't educated. We weren't even educated, but my, my staff were afraid. So, um, so the biggest thing for me was losing staff. Um, you know, I didn't really care about not having groceries on the shelf and all those things that I really didn't control. But uh, it was, it was, yeah, when people were not comfortable because they weren't getting the the respect from the customers that they deserved, or you know, the the education part wasn't out there enough. It wasn't communicated well enough. Um, yeah, we were in a tough spot there for a bit. Yeah, your staff are essential workers. They're so important, and their safety is is hugely important. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, the changes came quickly. I think the biggest thing that I did was was uh, limiting the customers in the store, so we never get chaotic now. And it's it's difficult for me to ask my customers to line up outside the front of the store, 
But, you know, when I go out there and I talk to the lineups of people out there, uh, and the lines aren't long, it might be five-minute wait at longest, but uh, they're happy with it. And I tell them they'll appreciate it when they get in the store, and certainly that my staff appreciate it. You know, if they weren't outside lining up, then I probably wouldn't have any staff. So, you know, we we got to control that. So that, that uh, feels good. What have you learned about your leadership style over the last little while? Um, boy, it takes a lot to hold it together. Um, in all the years, uh, I've had a lot of different challenges, all kinds of different things that, you know, you get thrown curveballs um, often. But, you know, this one was day after day and hour after hour and progressively uh, for about two weeks, it got worse and worse. So uh, it, one of the things is the integrity that you have. I think that, you know, we're, we're a strong leadership team in the store. Uh, we really banded together. Um, we've changed our roles. Um, it's interesting, not speaking for myself in, in particular, but, and, you know, with my staff, uh, Carrie, uh, my, my managers, when I'm asking them to do different things, you run the deli, but we shut half of it down. So now you're actually overseeing half of the store or, or the total store at some hours, or, you know, you might be locking it at the end of the night or, you know, unloading trucks or all kinds of different things that all my different department managers are doing today that they hadn't done in the past. So it's, it's really, it's, it's helping us build as a team too, which is kind of fun. So everybody's kind of getting a more diverse experience in their role. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's developing. It's, it's, it's really good. And again, it, it, like uh, we were already a good team, but it's making us even stronger. So that's, that's fantastic. Hmm. What advice would you have for business owners out there? Maybe somebody who's trying to start a business right now or, or somebody who's operating a business. Boy, starting a business, I'd be, <laughs> unless you're selling hand sanitizer or cleaning products or, or yeast, I think, uh, you know, I'd stay away from that for a little bit until we, until we level out. But, uh, you know, business is fun and it's not for everybody, but if you're driven, if you're, if you've got some entrepreneurial uh, spirit in you and, and you got some drive and, and, uh, you're keen and you got lots of energy, then I, you know, there's lots of niches out there. Go for it. I say, but the time is probably just a little off right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. There are, there are opportunities that are sort of opening themselves up new, new, new ventures, new, new things that are starting to come online. And it's a, it's sort of an interesting time as we sort of have settled into what this sort of new normal is for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. I don't know, you know, when the, when the smoke clears here and who knows how long that will be, but when it does, it'll be interesting to see because there will be opportunities present for sure. Um, but there should, you know, there likely will be some things that we've taken for granted in the past that won't be there anymore and there might not be a need for anymore. So, you know, be cautious. Mm -hmm. What's been your wellness practice to kind of keep you grounded over the last couple of weeks? Uh, personally? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, I love the outdoors. I wouldn't live in the Yukon uh, if I didn't love the outdoors. So I've been on my boat already. Uh, <laughs> I was, I did a four-wheeler ride uh, with a couple of friends uh, on uh, Saturday. Just uh, getting out there and enjoying with the weather turning and so on. It's just very therapeutic uh, and alone time for me. I, I find that I'm bombarded all the time um, with people and, and uh and I enjoy people a lot, but I don't always need to see them when I'm not working. You know, I've got a great family. They all, I've got a couple of boys at home and my wife at home and, and I get enough social there. So I don't, I don't mind the, <laughs> the groups of 10 not happening and so on right now. Although, you know, we used to enjoy that a lot. I'm not missing it. We're, we're good. We miss our friends, but you know, I, I'm happy just being outside. Mm 
connecting with family being outside there's there's nothing better than that really mm -hmm. well and you were mentioning you were gardening today and i you know i'm out there putting, putting in the yard for sure as well you know i i find that uh, it's it's therapeutic again i enjoy it i know and with such beautiful weather it's hard to not put more plants in the ground but i know that they're it's it's too unseasonably warm for them right now yeah yeah that's it yeah i don't think it's going to hold but enjoy it while it's here exactly any aha moments for you about your business over the last couple of months? Um, well, I, you know, I learned for sure, uh, being such a uh, part of such a large corporation that Loblaw, all those Loblaw ties, although, you know, I did uh, try and source a lot of different product products wherever I could. Um, they certainly worked for us to try and make sure that we could get paper products back in stock and, and flour, you know, all these things that uh, I found very difficult to source. Uh, they were able to pull some strings uh, with the big levers they have and, and get some product in for the U-cars, which is great. Mm, that's good to hear. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you saw, oh, okay. No, that's it. You know, it oh. just, it. It feels good. It feels good to be a part of, of something larger. You know, I like to think that we're out here just slugging away on our own. But, you know, when you need some help and, and you've got that kind of help uh, outside within the nation, it, it's, it's comforting. It, you know, we know that uh, we're not going to starve up here ever. We hear that a lot in this interview series. It's all about relationships and sort of reaching out when you need help and, and sort of extending your network as much as you can, whether that's in the Yukon or nationally or internationally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been great, you know, dealing with all the local vendors uh, and producers that we have in the Yukon, uh, a lot of products that I sell in the store. There's people coming to me with new ideas about what to do today, and I think people will be eating products that are uh, sourced closer to home uh, and so on. So, you know, I think that that's, that's amazing. And, and the vendors that I've had in there for quite some time are seeing great sales increases. Um, for whatever reason, you know, the coffee vendors, I've got four of them. Uh, and they say they're all doing well and maybe it's because the coffee shops are closed. I don't, I don't know, but it's just neat for me to hear that they're actually selling more product than they had been by a, by quite a margin. Uh, neat. Well, I, I admit that there was one thing that I hoarded when, when this all started and it was my favorite coffee that I pick up at your store from, uh, from one of the local coffee chains. I just. I, I, I picked up an extra pound normal than what I would normally buy because I just couldn't couldn't face the idea of not having it. Well, there you go. Yeah, and yeah, I think you're not the only one. <laughs> I don't think so, yeah. Uh, any song, book, podcast, something that you'd recommend that's kind of getting you through these days? You know, there was there was a, a song that's just, uh, it's probably hitting the charts even. I think it's Luke Combs was six feet apart. Okay. That's kind of a, I think it's Luke Combs. Anyway, a great, a great song. And it just, it really speaks to what the, the world we're living in today. Um, yeah. And you know what? Ben Charlie, good customer of mine. Uh, he's a Shown FM uh, uh, host. And he, he gave me a copy of one of his fiddle, uh, a fiddle album. So I've been playing that in my truck. And it's very, it's, you know, it's just uh, nice to listen to. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a great story. Yeah. Any final thoughts on sort of the food, local food movement here in the territory? You mentioned it a little bit, but it's, it's certainly been a, an emerging theme and, and perhaps that's even where we'll see some new startup businesses sort of as a result of this pandemic. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, some suppliers can't keep up the demand right now. I think uh, people are really thinking about um, products sourced close to home. I think 
Uh, and it already had a ton of momentum in the last few years. I mean, growing and growing all the time uh, with new vendors, new producers, uh, growers. And uh, I, I don't see that stopping anytime soon. And I don't think that's just here in the Yukon. I think that's pretty much everywhere. Although we are, um, because we are so remote and isolated from other large communities, I think that we are very, very supportive of our local producers. And, and, uh, and that's fantastic. That feels amazing. If a yeah. new vendor came to you and wanted to, to get something into the store, do you have any sort of things you'd like them to know in advance of sort of approaching you? You know what? I've had a lot of great conversations over the years, and uh, I'm open to almost anything, uh, honestly, in the product lines that I carry today. You know, so we're sticking to generally to food. Um, although I do have, sell magazines, and you know, there's a few other things in the store, but. Um, yeah, no, bring me your ideas and I'll try and help you get them into the market. I mean, really, it's about, it's more about you than it is about me. And it's about the local consumer than it is about the grocery store. So I've just happened to have a, a customer account that can probably help you get some volume um, and, and help keep you in business. So yeah, just contact me. Let's chat. Fantastic. Hey, thanks so much for your time today, Mark. Thanks, Carrie. Okay, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Take care.